0: The Remorse, written by Hannah Wells. I'm standing here, alone, looking into my mirror in my room, thinking how could someone like me, a psychotic 14-year-old with green eyes and dark hair, who had lost her brother to a murderer four years ago, be such a hated person. Everyone at school hates me, makes fun of me, and pushes me through the hall. I look at my mirror and say, I want something else. I want to change, a different world. I feel a sharp pain in my head, and everything goes black. I awake with my clothes all dirty, and my face is covered in dust. I look around for some reassurance, but all I see is nothing but darkness and soft, quiet sounds. Then a light appeared. I couldn't make out what it was, but it looked dangerous, like it was not something that anyone would approve of. But my temptation overrides my fear, so I slowly walk toward it, reach out, and touch it. Then the darkness unfolds. It starts peeling as if it were paint. A thought runs across my mind that this could all be imaginary. and I realize, I am the imaginary. I'm in my head. I'm in my mind. I see Jane, the popular girl. Everyone adores her for some reason, but I personally don't see it. She is always intimidating with her straight hair and pretty face, and the way she glares at me whenever I see her. She started walking toward me and I froze. She does her usual glare and says, You mean nothing to everyone. Your teachers think you're pathetic, and I can see why your parents left you. My eyes started welling up with tears because part of what she said was true. My anger and my sadness all formed together, and I felt impulsive. She fell as my fist hit her in the nose, her beautiful, now shattered nose. She lies on the floor unconscious. I think to myself, how did I, where did she, something interrupted my thought process. In this labyrinth-like place, I see in bold green letters, level one complete. Levels left to complete. Three. What the heck does this mean? I don't even know what this place is or how to get out of it. Now this. Then again I see nothing but darkness. I wake again to see Morgan, my friend from Missouri that moved away last month. No one knew that I had always had an attraction for her. She was the only person I was close to that would never make fun of me no matter how I acted. She, and only she, was the person that I could trust. I go running up to her but she dissolves into the air, which starts to grow thin. I struggle to keep her in my arms. What has my world become? I cannot even keep one friend to stay with me. I will never live a good life. I start to cry, the room filled with my salty tears. All of my pain, my sorrow, and myself. Then she appears again, with her hand on my back. I look up to see her, her and all of her beauty and humbleness. I leaned in and could not deny my feelings. I hugged her as hard as I could and continued to cry, but it was not the sad kind of tears. It felt like nothing bad could ever happen again when I was with her. Nothing that would ever involve a single disruptive thing in the entire universe. Again, I see the words. Level 2 complete. Levels left to complete. 2. Normally in this place, everything disappears before you can do diddly squat. But she stayed with me onto the next level. Do you think we'll make it? I'm not sure. I will be your ally. The next level will be coming soon. Wait for me. I will. The darkness appears once again. Good. Morgan's still here. I am almost nauseous thinking about what the next couple levels could possibly be. I feel my feet touch soft, tranquilizing grass. Morgan and I lock eyes. But I cannot help notice something in my peripheral vision. As I watched closer toward it, the image cleared. They were, were gravestones, with letters that read A-M-R and D-A-R. Those were my parents' initials. I didn't even know that they were dead. I thought they just left. I feel my eyes start to water, but I quickly wipe with my sleeve and ignore my tears. I feel Morgan's hand touch my shoulder. Louise, it's okay, I'm with you. Again, the words interrupted me, but this time it was not about the levels. It read, pour acid over the gravestones. You have three minutes. I'm sorry, what? Before I could ask another question, two buckets of the clear liquid crept toward us. I can't do this. Why do they expect me to do this? What could possibly come out of it? It's one step closer to your freedom. What, my freedom? I'm already stuck in this place. I failed to complete my levels when I went through this. I can't even tell you what is to come, for you cannot predict what is to happen because nothing is foreseeable. You must expect the unexpected, and you'll make it out alive, or at least with your freedom. The buckets read 30 seconds. We had no choice, no alternative, no other option. We had to. I stared at the gravestones as they started dissolving with the acid. It even got onto the grass, and it went deep, too. We did not have time to question things anymore. We had to do what needed to be done in order to regain our, or at least my, freedom. Level three complete. Levels left to complete. One. I was expecting darkness, but all I got was a small transition. This is your final level, said the deep voice in which I assume is behind this whole thing. Your brother's murder was four years ago. You were ten. He was 15. Not one living soul knew how, why, where, or even with what, but I do. No, you don't, I screamed back. How could you possibly? I brought him into the same simulation as I did Morgan, as I am doing with you right now. He, along with all of the other billions of people I have taken into their minds, had failed their levels, their fears, their dreaded terrors. Except everyone has different outcomes, consequences. This is what you wanted, a change. Now you must complete this final level in order to take back what you said and have your freedom. Oh my god. I didn't even know what to think. You have two minutes. I'll kill your brother. No, 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 no. I can't do this. I can't do this. Morgan, help me. I can't do this. I I see her in chains. Chains all over her. Securing her hands, feet, and neck. You have to do this on your own. I am forbidden to help you on your last level. I love you more than anything. You can do this. Forget me and crown your last level. How can I forget you when everything I am is because of you? You're almost out of time. Hurry. I turn to see him. It's really him. But it can't be. But it's so real it's all I have. I am down to one minute. I cannot keep my tears in. I have given up at this point. I run towards him and jump into his arms. He slowly strokes my hair. Louise, I'm so sorry. No, please, don't be. I am the one who needs to apologize after what I have to do to you. Please, you are not the one that needs to be sorry. I don't know how, but somehow I felt something in my hand. Oh my god. It was a dagger. I cannot do this, but I had to. I held the blade high above his shoulder, tears streaming down my face. My arm over my brother. I remember what mother used to tell me. Sky above me, earth below me fire within me the last thing I hear the voice say your time has run out now I'm standing here alone looking into my mirror in my room thinking how could someone like me a psychotic 14 year old fail again all I see is a psychotic 14 year old who is incapable of it all many thanks to everyone who has taken time out of their day to listen to this I hope you all enjoyed it If you want a part two, please let me know. I actually enjoy writing. Writers don't cry. We bleed onto paper. One of my favorite quotes from I Have No Clue, but... Anyway, thank you all so much. Bye.